0: This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who've gone through absolute caca give you advice on how to get to the other side of yours. Today is a very special day. I have with me a friend and colleague, an absolutely incredible woman named Corey Corrigan. Corey, thank you for being with me and welcome to my podcast. Yay, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. This is so, so exciting. It is exciting and it is my pleasure. So Corey, I'm going to give you the pleasure of introducing yourself. So tell us who you are, where you're from, and what keeps you busy during the day.
1: Perfect. Uh, so I'm Corey Corrigan, as you said. I, uh, I live in St. Catharines, Canada, and it is, uh, I haven't always been here, but this is home for me. Like I'm, I'm so here. I'm so, I, you know, I feel like I've met where I'm supposed to go. And what do I do during the day? So I am—I uh, do Reiki. It's my—that's my main focus, and uh, and I run workshops for families who are coming out of um, or are stuck in the struggle of um, their children or family members or you know friends that they are caregivers for that have struggle with mental health issues. So it's running workshops around how to come out on the other side. Of
0: That is beautiful. And I'm so excited for my audience right now because they're going to learn more about Reiki, which is something that is certainly awareness has increased, but really could increase a whole lot more because it is a very, very, very healing medium.
1: Yes, it, uh, it's actually, like you said, right, it's something that's been around for so long and yet it's not, it's just now coming into kind of the spotlight, right? And it is such a powerful tool, uh, especially in mental health, but I mean, it's in all areas and, and it, um, it's, it's very powerful for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is so awesome. So Corey, as you know, this is a podcast by and for women who've gone through some really, really rough stuff would you please summarize for us what you went through and what was the worst part?
1: Oh boy. Um, so I have two children, two boys. Uh, my boys now are 18 and 19, but uh, I think for my youngest guy, Cody, when he was about eight, I started to see signs of, you know, like his struggle with uh, And I didn't know then it was mental health issues, um, but I do now. And so I just kind of saw different uh, signs that made me question, you know, I needed to figure something out. And I think through that struggle, the the worst part of that struggle um, was not, you know, being able to help him, not being able to fix him. And mm-hmm. I think as parents, that's our go-to, right? Is like, how can I fix this? How can I make it better? And a big part of this is, you know, when I talk to my clients and stuff is, the riding the bike syndrome, right? When our children fall off of the bike the first couple times they're learning, our instinct is to pick them up and make it better. And in mental health and mental illness, that's one area where we can't do that for them. And it's such a struggle that I think for me, um, my son was suicidal and there before he was 16, he had already had three attempts uh, on his life. And so that waking up every day and not knowing is today the day that I'm going to bury my son is probably the
0: worst part of that for me. I would say that indeed qualifies as caca, absolute caca. (laughs) And the analogy that you use of falling off the bike, I mean, as a parent, I can feel that in my chest while you're talking about it, where your child has fallen off the bike. And they're looking at you and they're crying for you or what have you. And, and you, that is a case where you can go and you can give them a hand. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? We kiss their boo-boos and we make them better. And it's what we
1: do in every area of parenting. And then, you know, mm-hmm. enter in mental illness and all that it brings. And it's the one area where, you know, kissing their boo-boos and tucking them in at night doesn't fix it because it's actually in their head. It's their, you know, it's the thing that is there when, when we're not. It's overpowering for them to go
0: through that. Yes, and to have to go through that feeling of helplessness as a parent when you also know that to some extent that must be what your child is feeling too. Absolutely. And moms and kids, parents and kids. I mean, they're just so connected that there must just be so much empathetic stuff going on there. A hundred percent, right? Yeah. And a
1: the big part too is society has created this um, this feeling of we are comparing ourselves to other people, and so we're watching other families seemingly have it all, mm-hmm. and inside our own homes it's, we're struggling and, you know, we go outside and we're looking around, we're thinking we're doing it all wrong. There's something wrong with us. We are broken and why can we not fix our children? And so really coming out of that and learning that that's, that's not the case was was a huge um, stepping stone for me, really.
0: I can only imagine. And speaking of coming out of that, the, the metaphor that I have been using is being on the other side of something really rough which isn't to say the journey is over but what i'd like to ask you now is it seems to me like you are on the other side of something and that you have clearly learned a lot from what you experienced and that you've transcended something and i i believe and know that it takes an incredibly strong warrior to get to the other side of something like that what's the best thing about being where you are right now
1: uh, God, you know, I have to say, I thought about this for, for some time and, um, I have to say it's relationships coming out of this and being on the other side gives you such great quality relationships with yourself, with my son. Like now we have a bond that is, it's crazy, crazy good. He is doing so well. And to see that now on this side of things and see what he's come through and what we've come through together. And it, it trickles down, right? It's got that effect where you fix one area of your life and everything kind of falls into place. And I would say now, all of my relationships have such a better quality coming out of this and being on the other side of it. It's amazing. It's truly amazing.
0: Well, I don't know what I expected to hear. I don't think there was anything in particular that I expected, but that isn't necessarily what I expected to hear. It makes me so so happy. It makes me so happy for you, for your son, and for what you've come through together, because I think going through real hardship as a family, it's something that can tear people apart. It's something that can bring people together. And that that's been the case for you is, is really heartening. It's really beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. My next question is, speaking of relationships, is (laughs) finding that really incredible women tend to travel together. So I'm wondering, who are some women you know, who've gone through absolute caca and come out on that other side, maybe folks who have inspired you on your journey, who should be on this here podcast? That's
1: such a good question. And it's, you know, it's funny because we have some mutual friends and some of our friends have already been on this podcast or scheduled to be on this podcast. Yes. Um, So I wouldn't say them per se, but there is somebody that I'm I'm hoping that she is already on your list of interviewees is uh, Fiona Barr. She is, uh, again, a mutual friend of ours. Absolutely fantastic. And her... Her story is more the post-traumatic stress disorder and coming through the other side of that. And I think it is such a fantastic story to tell. I would love for her to be
0: on this and and share that with people. Awesome. Consider it done if it hasn't already been done. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thank you, Corey. So I can't wait to hear what you have to say to this question, which is, what is a piece of advice or maybe two or maybe two and a half that you would give to women who are listening right now who are going through the muck who are going through absolute caca on how to get to that other side that's uh this is going to be a good one there is
1: like you said two and a half pieces of advice i have here <laughs> okay. so i think it is uh, there's a combination of a couple things right and i touched on it briefly i think you know when we're going through all of these things big part of what we do is we hide and we feel shame and we're, we don't want to talk about it. We feel like we're the only ones going through all of this stuff. And we get to this, this place within us where we think if we hide and if we don't talk about it, it isn't real. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest piece of advice that I could give is none of that is true. It is in the talking, it is in the sharing, where we learn to connect with other people who are doing exactly what we're doing, who are going through the things that we're going through. And some of those people are just starting out and we can help them because we're a little bit further along in our journey. And some of them are a little bit ahead of us. And they, we have the ability to learn from them and be able to see that, you know, maybe we can fast track this way to, to come out of this. And I think it's in the sharing, it's in the talking, it's in the, you know, letting go of the shame and realizing that we're not alone. We are in
0: this journey together. I could not agree with you more. Was that one, two, and two and a half? Or have you got more for me? No, that was one, two, and two and a half. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I could tell so many stories of in my own life of when I either when I proactively decided to share something vulnerable with someone, or I remember one particular, this is what taught me this lesson, one particular moment where I really, I was so upset that I had no choice but to right. tell the friend I was with what was going on with me. And it just all came out and I was scared of doing that, but it deepened our friendship immediately.
1: Absolutely, and I think you get to this space where you're, you're terrified you're scared and you say, you know, I I have no other choice. You're almost backed into a corner and you let it all out and you give it your all. And the person on the receiving end goes, Oh my God, I'm totally there. I totally get it. Right. And we don't realize that's the answer we're going to get. And yet when it comes at us instantly, we feel that relief because we had the opportunity to share it.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And yes. I have nothing more to say about that because you already (laughs) said it perfectly. Um, Corey, since we are all about being epic here, if you could have any superpower that you don't already have, and I know you have many superpowers, (laughs) what would it be? So, this
1: is going to be a good one. And again, I think it's something you're not going to expect from me to say. Great. Uh, But I think it is vulnerability. I think being able to be open and be vulnerable and to share um, brings so much that I think if I could have that as a superpower and just that being vulnerable and sharing and loving without the fear holding you back, I think that in itself would be the most epic superpower I could ask for.
0: I'm in. I'm in. I love it. I love it. And I'm going to ask you a bonus question because I really, because I'm so I'm just dying with curiosity myself. I've had re- I've had a reiki kind of treatment or healing process one time. I just want to know from you what do you love the most about reiki?
1: Oh, one thing. I I think I love it all. Reiki is that um that connection, it's the healing energy. It's that, you know, Bringing it in whatever your belief is whether it's God or universe or source energy and it's bringing that in and it's clearing out um, And coming back into your own intuition. We all have the answers within we all know You know when we're struggling when we can sit in that moment of silence with just us and our belief Whatever that is it does give us the answers. We do have that power within to decide where we're going and what is best for us and reiki is really bringing that back into ourselves bringing us back into that connection and allowing us to step out of our own fear and get out of our own way to really own the epic journey that we
0: are all on that is so amazing i'm so glad i asked you that question (laughs) lori thank you for being my guest today where can we find you online My biggest presence, I would say, is Facebook. So Corey Corrigan um, on
1: Facebook, search me up. And um and I that's where I think I I'm the most present is is Facebook.
0: Awesome. I'm there. You know I'm there. You are there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nikki Bruno with Corey Corrigan on the Epic Comeback podcast. For more great ideas on staging an epic comeback in your own life after a life shattering experience, please go to theepiccomeback.com.